said she tired of little money, need a big boy. Pull up 20 inch blades like I'm Lil Toy. Now it's everybody flocking, need a decoy. Shorty mixing up the vodka with the leak coy. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got them saying wow. Honey, bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got them saying wow. Everywhere I go, catch me on the block like a Mutombo. 750 Lambo in the Utah snow. Trunk in the front like a shit dumb boy. Cut the roof off like a nip tuck. Pull up to the house with some big butts. Turn the kitchen counter to a strip club. Me and Dre came for the. When I got quiet, all of y'all disappeared. Before I dropped Sony, none of y'all really cared. Now they always say congratulations to the kid. And this is not a 40, but I'm pouring out this shit. You serve a lot, but I got more now. Made another hit, cause I got bored now. Always going for it, never pump. Fourth down, last call, hell, Mary Prescott, touchdown, eh? Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Hundred deep when I roll like the army. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got them saying wow. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma more probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got them saying wow. Tall kid has an earring. 
lived with us for a year after his parents died. Oh shit, that's Josh. You should probably know his name. You were his legal guardian for quite a while. Whatever. Who are you taking to that school dance? That redhead, nice rap, always takes your side and fights. That's gone. This is getting weird as shit. Just start learning who people are. Feel like parents today put too much pressure on themselves. Everyone thinks they gotta raise their kids to be the next great Olympian or the person who's gonna cure cancer. That's not fair to you or the kid. When they can't reach those unrealistic expectations, they usually turn out to be assholes. I think what we should all do is not focus on what they are, but who they are. And just set your goals of raising your kids into adults that contribute positively to society, even if just that, that means they're kind to people. You know? If you do that, you fucking did it. Way to go. Like, look, I'm super impressed if your kid makes the NFL, but I'm way more impressed if I don't have to argue with him on Facebook about politics 10 years from now. That's a good guy right there. I got boys. Figured the least I could do is make sure they grow up to be men and how to treat a woman correctly. Yeah. Been a lot of hashtags recently. I just want them on the right side of it. I took them with me to buy a birthday card for my wife. I said, look guys, when you love somebody, you don't just pick out the first card you come to all willy-nilly because it's got a cute puppy on the front. You take your time. You read every single card till you find the one that's got the words in it that speaks to your heart and says what you want to say to the person who means the most to you on this earth. Then you buy this blank card over here. You copy that card into this card. And you give that to her. Just means more if she thinks it's coming from you. You're probably going to fuck it up. I was doing a show a couple weeks ago out in California and I come on stage and I was my opening line was going to be, uh, I'm a dad if you couldn't tell from my haircut because I just got my haircut that day. And this lady uh, was a part of the bachelorette party over here. She cuts me off. She goes, because they are not bad. When I laugh because they are not bad. And I immediately felt offended. Or as a 40 year old straight white dude, what I assume being offended feels like. <laughs> I was like, you're right, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> and it's not because I'm not comfortable with how I look or I doubt myself or any of that. Like, I'm cool with how I look. It's just that, one, it was a dumb reason to interrupt me. Like, you know, it's a dumb joke. Everyone's using it now. It's a cliche. Dad bought this, dad bought that. Even my mom sent me a t shirt recently and said, over my dad bought. <laughs> when your sense of humor is on par with whatever Instagram ads are targeting my mom, get some better fucking jokes, alright? <laughs> but it's also just not accurate. It's not true. Like, I don't look this way because I'm a dad, right? I look like this because I'm 40 and I don't have metabolism anymore, but I haven't changed any of my habits whatsoever. <laughs> I look like this because I love my wife, so I'm not trying to pick chicks up at the bar. I can't think of any other reason to do a sit-up other than you're trying to fuck a stranger. <laughs> I look like this because life's hard and I can't remember which one's the HMO and which one's the PPO and I spend $300 a month on car insurance, but I can't use it because if I use it, my rates will go up, so I just stress out, drink three beers, and I take a nap. That's why I fucking look like this, right? <laughs> If anything, kids make me look more in shape. Being a dad, a dad probably would be fucking ripped, because I don't, I get a lot fewer naps because I'm a dad, trust me. 
Right? If we really want to nitpick it, it would make more sense to say mom bod, mom bod. Because if you're a mom, your body might have changed because of it, physically, hormonally. You've gone through something that changes it. And that is a compliment because moms are the greatest people on fucking earth. So it's a badge of honor. It's a badge of honor someone can tell you're a mom right off the bat, right? But with that said, no one in this room will look a woman in her face and say, hey, nice mom bod. <laughs> there is no one brave enough to do that. So why is it okay to interrupt myself when I'm starting my show to say that I have a dad? That's all I'm saying. I, uh, I think she could tell I was upset, so she tried to backpedal, like, nah, 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 I love dad bods, they're sexy. Bullshit. You might sell for one, you might be cool with one, but no one prefers it. No one has ever stopped their significant other from going to the gym, like, no, 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 no. I like what it looks like when you just give up. <laughs> like, it looks like you used to be in shape. Never happened. One of my kids walked in on my wife and I having sex for the first time recently. So, yeah. We almost got caught one other time, but that was a little bit more understandable because we were camping in an RV at the time. It's a lot harder to be discreet when the whole house moves with you. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day at breakfast, I'm like, how'd you guys sleep last night? My youngest son said, good! My older son said, oh, not good. <laughs> so why did What's wrong? Well, I kept trying to fall asleep last night, but every time I did, I kept hearing a squealing noise sounded like a wounded animal on the campsite. I didn't catch on yet, so I was like, dude, that's crazy. There's no animals in this campsite. You were dreaming. No doubt. No, I was awake. I heard it. It was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I look at my wife like, oh shit, that's you. <laughs> now I gotta play it off. I'm like, dude, now that you mention it, I totally saw a wild pig in the campsite yesterday. <laughs> That's not a better way. 
to be with each other, society, you know? And that same guy came to your dorm room when you were younger, you'd have walked straight up to him and been like, hey man, you got three arms, that's weird as shit. <laughs> Pick up those three six packs, let's go hang out and get to know each other. <laughs> Lifelong friends. My best friends in college were two dudes named Dan and Casey. Dan was mildly allergic but highly intolerable to bananas. Couldn't handle it. So of course, we would all save our banana peels throughout the week and pick a day and we'd coordinate hiding places where he'd find it throughout his schedule. Just all day long, trunk in his car, his gym bag, his textbook, and boo -boo, boo -boo, boo -boo. Are you serious? Another one? Boo -boo, boo -boo. It's not funny anymore. I'm choking. Are you happy? I'm choking. It's a wing and it is touching my brain. 
say, you go to Walmart, hold the phone up, I'll shop the address. I'll be dead by the time you get 855 after. I was like, that's stupid, dude. I can't go to the emergency room with a chicken in my head. I will never live that down. I decided what I should do is just go to sleep. Until <laughs> in the morning. That was not smart. And the next morning, Casey comes in to check on me, and they've gone out to the parties without me, and he comes in the next morning, and he kicks me, like, hey man, you're alive, you're awake, we were worried about you last night, and I woke up, and every sense of my being told me I still had shit away in my head. <laughs> and now we've been marinating in there for about nine hours. <laughs> but I still, this day, do not know which orifice in my face this bottle of meat came out of, but it happened real fast. Because I'm like, what happened? Oh, gotcha! And it lands on Casey's bare foot. <laughs> And he goes, fuck, man, my foot! <laughs> and I have a moment of clarity. I go, Casey, I've known you a couple years now. I've never heard you say a word that starts with letter F without stuttering. And you just said two back to back. I go, that's crazy. I couldn't figure out why God would let something I love so much like chicken wings hurt me in such a way. And now I know it so we can have this moment. And now you can move forward in life knowing that you don't have to stutter. It's all in your head. Just like chicken was in my head. Thank <laughs> you. 
She's like, it's you? She goes, are you watching your legs?
Like it doesn't affect them, but then they get outraged on the side. Like, I can't fuck you. I went to the Starbucks by my house, right? I walk in, there's this young black kid behind the counter, and he recognizes me. Now, first off, I love getting recognized. But I love getting recognized by black people. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much better. Literally, it's when it starts, it's easy to get robbed. You're like, ooh, ooh. That's the one. That just going to work. I'm going to have a feeling to see if we can finish the rest of this joke. <laughs> I walk into Starbucks. This kid behind the counter receives me and just goes, oh, shit. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> I get through the line, and by the time I get to the counter, this kid is bubbling. He's like, dog, dog, you have no idea. I have a little idea right now. He's like, no, man, dude, I'm the biggest fan of Jerome's. I'm like, cool. Is he here? <laughs> The best comedians in the world, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, and Tom Segura. <laughs> and I'm right in front of him. And I just go, what about me? And he's looking me down the face and goes, nah. He's like, listen man, I made friends with those guys, I tried to get into your shit, but the problem with you is, you laugh at your own jokes. By the way, he's right. I do have another joke. I've done already. Fuck him. I'm fuck Then you can tell this conversation is not going the way he intended. He's like, hey man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Have you didn't hurt my feelings? Let me tell you something. Those are three of my closest friends. I'm going to tell them about this interaction right here. They're going to love it. He's like, you do that? I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, cool, man. What can I get you? I go, I'll just have a venti coffee. He's like, room for cream? I go, man, I'm calling it thugged out. <laughs> he's like, huh? I said, black. <laughs> and he starts laughing, and I lean in and go, I did not bet, I did not bet. Because he already knows the structure of the joke. 
<laughs> you know that the setup to the joke already that is 80% of the work right there. You know he's been guessing punchlines all day. <laughs> Making coffee, he's like, here's your coffee, taking a knee during the national anthem. Enjoy it. <laughs> And the thing about a joke, not that I need to tell you this, I'll just reiterate it. It's gotta be the last thing you think I would say. That's why you laugh. So I show up at Starbucks the next day. The kid sees me walk in, makes a beeline to the counter, like, I got the next 10 customers. <laughs> I'm in line nervous, because I'm watching him alert his coworkers, like, going down, get ran out of the back. <laughs> Susie, stop, wake up, back over the hoodie, back over the hoodie. <laughs> I'm going over my set list in my head. <laughs> And I got these two older white women next to me. They're not older. They're my wife's age. Whatever. Fuck them. Anyway. <laughs> talking about wrestling. But it's whatever. Right? White people talking Anyway. <laughs> I get to the counter, and this is the first thing I notice is all his coworkers are clustered behind him, frozen, just listening. <laughs> no one's making fucking coffee. <laughs> and he is visibly nervous. He's like, Good day, sir. <laughs> now I'm nervous. I'm like, good day to you. <laughs> He's like, well, what can I get you with that? <laughs> like, oh, I think I'll just have a venti coffee. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> room for free? <laughs> I go, no, I don't want it to know it's father. Hell no, we don't go. Hell no. Dude, you want to know something crazy? 
grocery store and all that, and I'm getting this weird sensation in my neck. It's going like ice cold and hot, then ice cold and hot. And I lean over my wife, I'm like, you know, something's wrong with that And she looks at me and she's like, you have to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> and you why do you think it's my blood pressure? She goes, oh no, it's out of your pants. <laughs> Tuesday, and she was getting sick. 
Yeah, see you later. I was like, hey, you want on the road? You should, you know, bang it out, put on the box. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting sick. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> Since I don't want to get you sick. I was like, we'll practice six times. She's like, you are going to wear a condom? And I was like, no. <laughs> Doggy style, so you can hop into the wall. <laughs> in the 
2 in the morning, lights out, kids asleep, grab my clock, pour a glass of whiskey, take my pants off, <laughs> and run the perimeter of my house. <laughs> Naked, loaded, and loaded. <laughs> Dog walking next to you like, oh, it's a motherfucker, wood. <laughs> you know how like, whenever you need a flashlight, it's like a, like a like, quick, quick, where's the flashlight? You're like, oh, I know where one is. <laughs> now you're the dad in a thunderstorm. Camping with the girls. Who wants to hear a scary story? <laughs> Taking the trash out in the middle of the night, just waving it down the alley. <laughs> Dude, I took the trash out of my right gun. On the, oh, no, no, oh, by the way, I should have said this at the beginning. I heard the bullets in my gun. It's a different story, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to try the first day, but it hurt my bones. I lost the clip. I don't know where the bullets are. I don't know where the bullets are. I don't know where the bullets are. Yeah, do you know how scary that is? Walking into your living room like, hey. Has anybody seen my, you know, never mind, never mind. Don't go like, what is it? Dad, I was like, you don't understand. You'll be like, oh, that's the guy. Probably should just come back and see you. So I couldn't crash out on that, right? Gun, unloaded, crash out on a very console. Drop off trash, start walking back into the house, gun pointed into my uh, living room. Unloaded, crash out on a very console. Unbeknownst to me, my wife had done our bull mask about to take a shit. We have a 145 bull mask, but I did not know that. I just heard the noise by the garage, swing my flashlight around to investigate, lights up my dog shitting, which was a lot like a werewolf in transition. <laughs> Scared me, I pulled the fucking trigger.
gauge, what are all these things? Do you buy a purebred? What do you don't know? Is that in order to get all those traits that you want to keep it pure, they've had to read the same bloodlines for hundreds of years. And now, in reading those bloodlines, they've started interbreeding. And now, in an attempt to keep it pure, you're getting these weak ass dogs with soft constitutions and birth defects. <laughs> I was in his office literally before, like, so you're, you're telling me right now, Hitler was totally wrong. <laughs> If Germany had won that war, blonde chicks would be walking around with hip dysplasia. <laughs> we adopted, we adopted dogs. We adopted, uh, we, we had one, I don't know if we dog, but we adopted a dog and a cat. We adopted a dog, uh, from <laughs> East LA. Do you know what that means? Uh, so, yeah, thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Some Mexican gangbangers had uh, fun on Halloween and scraped in there to look like a rape or something. <laughs> and that's when we took over, only to very quickly find A, she doesn't speak English, didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and B, hates Mexicans. Hey, if you think Trump doesn't like them, this dog <laughs> hates them. She sees a Mexican, she's like, and then all the other guys are like, oh! But it's funny, guys, if you're always up fucking dog homes, she hates basketball. Oh, that's fucked up, huh? I guess you have to tell her, I don't know. Oh, bro, you gotta beat that shit out of her. I think that's why she hates basketball. Nobody gotta rescue a cat. If you're thinking about rescuing a cat, don't. <laughs> yeah, that's not rescuing a hobo. <laughs> They've seen some shit on the streets and stuff getting out of their DNA anytime soon. Dude, this cat every day catches a rat and brings it into the house and lets it go for us. <laughs> First thing you got was when the cat goes, you run away. It did it. It stuck its head out the cat door in the middle of the afternoon. It was like, hey, there's a new motherfucker in town. And if you want to fight me, meet me in my living room at 2 a.m. <laughs> Two neighborhood cats enter our fucking house. <laughs> and my poor cat in our living room in the middle of the night. <laughs> my bitch ass dogs are like, lock the fucking doors. I can't get guns. 
Then if he gave me two dozen, he was going to go, oh, you're getting your fucking dozen. <laughs> He's like, this is America. I was like, wow, I don't feel so good about this anymore. <laughs> he called my wife on the phone. He said, ma'am, here's what I want you to do. Print out a blank lease offline, then fill it out, saying you rent a room to your husband in your house. <laughs> Fax it in, I'll give him his guns. My wife was cackling on the other end of the phone. <laughs> Sorry, we're at full occupancy, Kevin! <laughs> she says, and then I get my guns. I love my, I do love my guns. I'm such a dickhead, too. I'm not going to watch a movie, see a gun in it, and call my arms in it. Let's go. Face off, Nick Cage, what gun is that? <laughs> He's like, that's an Eagle 50 caliber. Go sign me up and go, I'm going to technically give you an Eagle with a 40 caliber, and I'll get to what you do. <laughs> He's like, long, long gun, what long gun do you want? I said, oh, I need a shotgun. He's like, I just sold you a shotgun. I said, yeah, you sold me the circumcised one. I want the uncircumcised one. So I can pull the hood back. <laughs> He's like, you don't want another shotgun. You want an AR-15. Hold on, hold on. I go, listen, man. I don't think I'm ready for an AR-15. I lost my clock for nine days. <laughs> all my life heard was AR-15. That's all she heard, and she lost her shit. Came storming into the kitchen like, is that motherfucker trying to upsell you on an AR-15? I'm like, bitch, men are talking. <laughs> She's like, did you tell me that they got in the shower with you? I'm like, what? <laughs> I told him on the phone, I said, listen, Kevin, I'm not going to be a part of the problem in this country. I'm going to be a part of the solution. I don't want to get one of those killing machines and put it out in circulation. All I want is my designated movie caliber. And a shotgun. My wife's standing next to me. She goes, that's the man right Turns on the phone and he goes, uh, am I on speaker right now? I said, no. He goes, I'll give you the air for tea. I'm going to lay it on, I'm going to cap 
to die. He's like, These kids are definitely smoking marijuana. Dude, my dad just started eating marijuana. That's exactly what I said. Seven years old, my mom calls said, Dad's eating a lot of marijuana. I go, is that good or bad? She goes, the only bad thing is that he calls me bro a lot. <laughs> and then we went down to Tampa and hung out with him. We're on his top, one of on his top. And you can tell he starts getting high. So starts editors start kicking in. And he just sits up and goes, who wants to talk to my owl? <laughs> and we're looking at each other like, is he being serious? And I'm like, no, no, really seriously. He, he talks to an owl every night. I'm like, how much meat does Harry Potter eat every night? <laughs> and then he's standing up on the edge of his dock, just like, you'll see. Like I'm treating a windstorm. 
he sees this and goes, all right, let's get this off the table. Who notices something different about me? He didn't even finish his sentence and my hand was in the air. Right? <laughs> as soon as it goes up, I realize I'm the only one with a hand in the air. No one ever else is like, well, you're going to fucking say it, huh? <laughs> and as soon as I realize, I, go, I don't know what this is medically called. Like, I don't know the real name of that. I just know the horrible shit we said in high school. And I'm like, I don't think I can say that. And now I'm stalling, like, ah. He's like, what is it? And I'm like, ah. I'm, I'm stalling for so long that the black guy behind me tapped me on the back and goes, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> and that is when marijuana performed a miracle. Marijuana said, hey, when you start talking, we'll throw in the words. <laughs> so I don't think, I want to know the words first. I'd rather than maybe. But no, open your mouth. We'll throw it into your tongue. You're going to have a call. So I said to this guy, at 8.15 in the morning in Burbank, the highest I've ever been, I go, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one that sees this, <laughs> but from where I'm sitting, from my perspective, it appears to me one of your arms is humongous. <laughs> This guy laughs so hard, his baby arm goes rodeo on him. <laughs> My kids will definitely smoke pot. Yeah, these two window looking ninjas are. <laughs> two different types of stupid. Really interesting interaction with Georgia is like a good will, good hearted stupid. She told her for her 15th birthday, she organized. For all the girlfriends to come to the house and then get a spiritual reader to read about the path live. Pretty fun, right? Oh, that's not going to be a very fun idea. This lady is 100 years old, smells like turtle dicks, <laughs> sits on one side of our kitchen table, all the 15 year olds on the other side, me and Anna at the end, grabs George's hands and goes, In a path live, we were a great general. But you sent 150 men to their death, and those men's souls haunt you every single day. <laughs> I was at the end of the table going, Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> that night, I was sitting in the bed with those apples off going, I'm not going to 
tell you what they're going to tell me. We're like, yeah, you're definitely telling us. Because I wrote Notorious B.I.G. <laughs>
by myself. By myself. You ever have to watch a kid for an extended amount of period of time by yourself? And two days in, you start really clearly seeing both sides of the abortion debate? <laughs> my wife sat the whole family down. She's like, I'm going to Vietnam with my best friend Sandy for nine days. The girls would just fall apart. Who are we staying with? <laughs> They're like, Dad. They're like, who's watching us? <laughs> I was like, Dad. They're like, who's watching Dad? <laughs> I'm at the end of the day, like, these are all very valid questions. <laughs> My wife's like, don't worry, I made a list. If Dad follows this list to a T, you're going to be surprised. George is like, you're going to be surprised, Mom. <laughs> She'll come, I want to put money on so he fails.
a bag of rice. <laughs> Drugs or alcohol. You want me to roll like a sack? 
home phone ringing. Like, what year is this? 1985? <laughs> <laughs> Stop ringing. Enjoying my glass of wine. Five minutes later, I hear the girl's door open. I comes out and looks at her Hey, Dad, are you awake? I go, it's been six minutes, I don't know. He's about to hang out with you tonight. I go, yeah, I kind of do. I don't have a me time right now. She goes, why? Well, I, I can't sleep. I said, well, you got to try. She goes, I can't. George is on the phone with mom. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> she goes, is that a bad thing? I go, is that a bad thing? Season 1, Episode 1 of Downton Abbey. <laughs> Problem 
saw, they connected, they bonded, that day became the day that they got closer. I came home that night, oblivious thing that happened. We just brought a pool in, so I go, I love the pool, obviously. <laughs> I grabbed Georgia, but <clears throat> second I got Georgia, she said, it's a different person. She goes, get your hands off me. I go, whoa, you don't talk to your father like that. Otto pops up out of the pool. Dad, we got a bleeder. <laughs> Children start crying, Leanne yells at me, I end up in the pool out of there gonna double Tito's and soda. <laughs> and she's gonna be the breakdown skill dad and I follow the tracks in the mom's room. <laughs> like a hunter, she goes like a hunter dad. <laughs> then she looks at me dead serious, 11 years old, she goes, hey, dad, you don't have to worry about me. I promise you right now, I'll never get my beard. <laughs> and then she says, and this is so out of character for her, Dad, I'll always be your best little buddy. <laughs> I, I'm almost going to cry now, so I remember thinking, how fucking stupid is she? <laughs> <laughs> and then a year and a half later, on Friday, now it's important I tell you it's a Friday for two reasons. One, Leanne goes to therapy and her chiropractor on Fridays. So she is incommunicado. I'm at home, and I get a phone call. It's I at school. I pick it up and it blows, she goes, I try to stop it. I got my period. I was like, bitch, you promised. Call the wrong number, take that point on. She goes, I told her dad's not answering. I go, well, I don't know what to do. She goes, Dad, I need you right now. And that's when I start melting down. I'm like, okay, alright, this is my skill set as a parent. That's why I can handle this. I go, okay, all right, buddy. Okay. How'd you get it? <laughs> <laughs> I was playing kickball. And immediately I went, oh my god. Poor kid, why thought she tore her twat. <laughs> just, oh shit! I blew out my tooth, coach! I'm a hurt! Pinch runner! Pinch runner! I start panicking. I'm like, all right, what do you need? Who invites boys to a period party 
And here's the evening when we had our end of the phone, she goes, Dad, that's the fun of it. You don't tell them I'm in there. <laughs> now I'm like, fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> I've never had more fun in my life. I hope that every dad, just like me, gets the opportunity to throw their daughters a period party. I dressed all in red, <laughs> like it was Chinese New Year, and I had double-fisted Pinot Noirs, I made a pasta with chunky marinades. <laughs> and I laughed with all the little girls at these two boys, Max and Carter, faces covered in red cake, <laughs> like it was their honeymoon, and I was like, fuck, I did it anyway. <laughs> Fucking Nazis! 
does this chick have it? Can't see, can't hear, can't talk. Locked in a closet, Nazis are waiting for Wait, how did the Nazis not find her? Everything and they told us how to perfect it. 
We have paid off the mafia to keep you safe. In exchange for our money, they give us two young gangsters. Worth that much in it's banditi. They can leave banditi. They're going to look at you. They're going to walk in class, walk you back in class, take you on field trips. Don't speak to them. They're in the mafia. I was like, uh, they're going to be my best fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> so the first night, I got a bottle of vodka and a six pack of Boston, which is their beer. And that made sense. I was going to say, it's a smoothie. And you have some bird, which is Briatna. In his doorway was, I am the machine. <laughs> he started laughing hysterically, grabbed me, walked in a room full of nine Russian gangsters, all grabbing his phone, and just goes, Stop! Tell them what you said. <laughs> now I'm like, Fuck it. I'm the machine! <laughs> they look at me and look at each other and they're like, Fuck it! <laughs> and I've got cats. <laughs> the guy that answered the door, his name was Igor. He was my best friend. We did everything together. We ran a full hall scan, we stole a boat, and then one day, <laughs> one day, the whole class takes an overnight train trip to Moscow. And Igor tells me, he goes, I can't go. I said, why not? He goes, different mafia runs train, different mafia runs Moscow. I go, well, what's that mean for me? He's like, don't worry, I just set up a VP, they'll take care of you. Sure enough, we get to the train station, and he introduces me to my two new gangsters, E1 and E4. He's like, guys, this is the machine. If you give the machine vodka, you'll have a great time. The figure of the two E4s is like a kid on Christmas. He's like, oh, I can't wait to play with the machine. He grabbed me with the machine sits in first class. I'm like, that's what I'm fucking talking about. We go to first class, it is pimped out. There's booze, there's food, and here's the real gangster part. Second, the train takes off at the station. Everyone that works in the train comes in to pay their respects. The fucking conductor walks in, rips off the stars and stripes to his shirt, places them on my lap, and goes, This is our present for the machine. <laughs> it would be enough to do a shot of vodka with the machine. I am 22 years old, and you machines for his money going out of control. <laughs> we drink all the booze in an hour, Piggy Igor stands up, he goes, machine, we go to the bar park and more vodka. Now I'm like, fuck it, I'm in the bar, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> we roll the bar park like a big dick in a locker room, Jim, not that I've ever been that guy, but I've seen it. <laughs> I've done double takes on Cox before, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Igor says to me in Russian, he goes, machine, go behind the bar and grab bread. In Russian, in Russian, and I understood it. For a second, I'm like, I'm fucking learning. <laughs> I'm learning the language my way. I can slash cards in textbooks, but by joining the mafia. <laughs> I'm behind the bar like, Igor, I know what you're saying. He's like, look at your machine. <laughs> and the machine finds cheese, and I was like, dear, cheese. 
like, ah, give me another one. He's like, I both guys. Like, already got one, give me another one. He's like, grab the money. I'm like, huh? He's like, grab the fucking money. And I realized at that instant, we're robbing the bar cart. <laughs> and I'm the one doing it. But no fun excited. I grab the shit, walk out to my class dancing in, like, you're in so much fucking trouble. We go back to our first class cabin, and within five minutes, the head chaperone of this train trip, like a whole trip, just this train trip, she's an English teacher who did not speak Russian. She swings our first class cabin door open with that little arts confidence. <laughs> this shit is fucking over. You're done, mister. Get up right now. How dare you? You're coming with me right now. Speaking English to me, smiles, takes a big sip of vodka, spits it in her eyes, and goes, no one talks to the machine like that. <laughs> Shuts it over her face and goes, fuck that bitch, this is Russia. <laughs> Don't worry, machine. When it gets dark, we have a good time. I'm like, <laughs> Reaches in the pocket, pulls out a ring of keys, and he goes, we're robbing the whole fucking trip. <laughs> now, this is the most interesting part of the story, if you're going to ask me, and I've heard this story a lot. <laughs> I posted this story on, Instagram, on Facebook three years ago. I didn't think anyone was going to see it. I thought everyone had seen it, was going to see it, thought it was over. Posted it, didn't even look at it. My wife, first night, walks into the bed and goes, oh my god, did you see how many people saw your video? And I was like, no, how many? She goes, 20,000. I go, that's not a lot. She goes, no, 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 but what's interesting is 15,000 people share it. I go, yeah, you don't know how to work the internet. <laughs> Next morning we woke up, she was like, don't know how to work the internet, huh? And I said, no, you don't. She goes, uh, 3 million people saw your video last night. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I watched this story, this video grow on Facebook. It was so bizarre. It was like 9 million that night, then 7 million, then 20 million, then 30 million, then 40 million, and just, and what's even crazier is other people would grab it, put it on their page, and it would get a hundred million views on a random person's page. And I was like, why did that happen? Here is what I found out. When you shared the video on your page, and some of you did, and hey, thank you very fucking much. <laughs> what happened was, for the time of when you posted it, the first comment that showed up on your page was the top comment at the time on my page. The top comment on my page was left by a woman named Kristen Hodgson. She lives in Minnesota. I know a lot about that. Her comment read, uh, I was in Bird's Russian class. I was on this trip. This story is 100% true. He fucking robbed us. <laughs> Door opens, same teacher, 
not mad. <laughs> Curious, right? <laughs> looks at me, smiling, he goes, I want to be the one to tell you. They were ordered to the police. And I look out and I see two cops talking about my whole class doing the job and whatever set them wrong. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Igor is completely unfazed. He's like, don't worry, I'll speak to police for both of us. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> he goes out to the cops who are taking a statement, grabs one by the arm, spins him around, and just goes, fuck you! <laughs> we fuck you in the mouth! We fuck you in the ass! We are like, stop fucking leash! <laughs> I'm not fucking anybody, but I'll definitely hold him down, but I'm not gonna... <laughs> now the cop's just staring at me, and I heard him bark out, I know, to this, to this, I don't know what that means. I walked to the cop who stayed in front of the class. I just robbed. Next to the answer, I robbed the hood. All I'm thinking is this isn't our plan. I'm spending my second junior year. <laughs> I get five steps from the cop, looks impatient as fuck. He takes two big steps, grabs me by the arm, spins me away from my class, away from Igor. Gets right in my face and he goes, So, I understand you're the machine, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I'm like, What did you just say? You're a student, you're part of the bus. You're like, Strip clubs? I was like, Fuck yeah, strip clubs. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait, I'm not in trouble. And he gets so close to me, I can smell his morning cigarette, and he goes, No. Fuck that bitch, this is the last time. See the hit glue in my mouth and I be grinning. Yeah. 
Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Hundred deep when I roll like the army. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma more probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow. Busting out my jeans, I got big racks. We gon' pull up in the cullin' in the double G. I keep a ticket on me, nigga, ain't nothing to me. I'm draped down in Givenchy. I just put blue guts in the Rari. Rich niggas only in the section, I'm sorry. Bust down, watch your shades by Bagari. I'm smoking on jet fuel like Bob Marley. I spent a hundred thousand on my necklace check. Real street nigga from the set, mm, check. I was in the projects, now I'm on the jet. I ain't even tryna talk, give it ain't about a check. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast network on itunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there you can also download the stitcher and podbean app to your device for free and search detour podcast network and subscribe if you enjoy listening to the shows on the detour podcast network then spread the word to everyone you know your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support thanks for listening brand new everything yeah tell your friend to stop come here Drinks in a Rolls Royce, just got it. If she wanna bounce on my dick, tell a friend about it. And the party ain't a party till I'm inside it. If they lick it up, then they invited. Wow, Mighty Duck Ice Challenge. And I'm looking for a freak with no mileage. I'm back on my shit, fuck how you feel about it. Big diamonds on my neck, can't even hide it. Shake that ass though, shake that ass though. In the bathroom, in the bathroom, in the front seat of the Lambo. Bad bitches on the West Coast. Got I'm saying, wow. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah. Hundred deep when I roll like the army. Yeah, yeah. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma more probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow.